1: Episode of What Comes Next: Cinema Geekly's NXT Companion Podcast. It's Anthony and Jacqueline, and we are back talking NXT on USA and the WWE Network.
0: Last week of that,
1: yeah. The, I mean, it'll still be on the WWE Network. Uh, I guess I'm just going to split it between the two because uh, from now on, I'm going to be watching the network feed of the show going forward instead of watching it live on USA.
0: Because um, AEW. Yes,
1: the war is upon us. Uh, yeah. In fact, as we record this, it is the eve of war. We're in the eve of battle. We should probably start writing letters to our loved ones from the trenches. Yeah,
0: that's let them fair. Know. We got to pick sides. are this, this is so. This
1: is the hard part. Like I can't. Like, and the funny thing is, um, NXT has like a "We Are NXT" like a saying. Um, Mm -hmm. but all of the AEW guys lately have been doing this hashtag of I'm with AEW and it's
0: like,
1: I mean, I can't be with, I have to be with both of them because I'm podcasting them both. So I'm, I'm really torn. Uh, I can't, well, I'm not
0: watching either live, so
1: (laughs) I'm, um, I'm, I'm sure there were people in the civil war that were torn between the north and the south and i'm, I'm one of those whoa, whoa, people
0: whoa. no there that's, that's a been. bit that's there, a bit much though like, ha- come
1: on. there had to have been somebody who's like i've got a, a brother in the north and i've got a an uncle in the south or something i'm, I'm sure somebody nah, had were, been
0: torn away you had to pick sides in the civil war
1: i guess uh yeah. i'm a i'm a northern guy uh in the Monday night wars like I, I I was wishy-washy there too between Monday night Raw and, and wCW's Monday Nitro I was also I flipped back and forth for a long time uh and oh, then raw thanks. raw became terrible and then I watched Nitro all the time and then Nitro became terrible and then I watched raw all the time so uh really what it'll I mean, boil down to, happen yeah or, what it'll boil down to is what show becomes terrible first yep that's well side with. I'm a bandwagon jumper, Jacqueline. I'm not gonna sit here and choose sides at, from the get go and hope yeah, that my you're gonna team wait. wins. I'm gonna wait and wait see. to
0: see what happens.
1: It's called, as George W. Bush once called it, strategery, and uh, I'm gonna use it here in this. Uh, was that Wednesday him
0: week. or was that? Uh, or oh, well,
1: that may have that may have, that may have actually that may have actually been Will Ferrell <laughs> pretending to be George Bush who called it strategery, but. <laughs> I've since I've since attributed to I've since attributed to the human being himself. Uh,
0: they just meld after a while.
1: Yes. <laughs> well, I just hear it in his voice, and I'm like, wait a minute, that could have been Will Ferrell as George W. Bush saying strategery. <laughs> Uh Anyway, let's uh, let's get I guess on uh, on tangent instead of off tangent. There you go. Normally, we talk about NXT UK, or at least I, I blurb. I mentioned some blurbs about it. Yes. But I gotta say, I, I, I mentioned last week that I felt bad for it because it was mm-hmm. such a boring show. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something, Jacqueline. If I thought last week's episode, if you thought last week's episode sounded boring, holy cow. This one was worse. You haven't met this week's episode of NXT UK. I didn't this even was... I didn't even finish it. I oh couldn't. This I was, was
0: all their people are now on NXT proper.
1: I was so Bored watching that show. I I don't even remember what happened on it.
0: That's cool. And isn't NXT UK <laughs> moving to Thursdays now? Like they're going to air new episodes on Thursdays.
1: Yes, I guess they they're feeling like Wednesday is now too chock full of wrestling. Uh, if if you know where to go, I think there is going to be pro wrestling on television every, every day, day of the week. week. Yes, what because. About-
0: Tuesdays now I think will be vacant.
1: Uh, unless you're a fan of Impact Wrestling and you get Access TV, the former HDNet. Uh, because I don't
0: even know what that is. Yeah,
1: Access TV is owned by Mark Cuban, who's on Shark Tank. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: Uh, and he owns that channel, and that is the American home for New Japan Pro Wrestling. They air some New Japan on Access, uh, mm. and. Uh, also, from the creators of the original Glow TV show, they've opened they've opened a new show called uh, Women of Wrestling or something like that. I think. Okay. Uh, and they've got a show wow. on there. Wow. Yes. Uh, and they've got a show on there, and uh, the company who owns Impact bought the majority, like shares or whatever, in Access. So they now own that channel, and Impact is now airing there on Tuesdays. So, yeah, there's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, Thursdays appear to be open? NXT UK. Uh, NXT UK, that's right. And then Friday will be SmackDown, Saturdays will be uh, TakeOvers and AEW pay-per-views, and Sundays will be WWE pay-per-views. So every day of the week, everybody. Mm. If you know where to go or if you're interested. So... Sorry NXT UK, I'm happy you're moving to Thursdays, you got your own day, but, I mean, ironically it'll still just be, because I watch NXT UK and NXT Regular on Thursdays anyway, because I always watch them the day after, and I'll still be doing it. So, That's uh, it will be no change for me, but technically <laughs> for them, their first run of the episode will be on Thursdays. Um, there you go. Let's jump in and talk about NXT episode 526. Uh, on okay. USA and the WWE Network. We open immediately with a recap of the previous week's events, followed by the Undisputed Era appearing atop Mauro Ronaldo's perch, and presumably they will just stay there. Uh, they didn't go back to them, but I didn't see them leave, so presumably they just hung out the whole night.
0: <laughs> they just stayed in that elevated space.
1: Yeah, they just look... With
0: their belts on.
1: Yeah, they just look down upon their... Uh, Subjects? Their, yeah, their fiefdom. Yes, they just look <laughs> down upon all the people they they reign over. Um, and then we go immediately into Keith Lee and Dominic Dijakovic. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, as you'd expect, these guys are pretty great.
0: They are.
1: Uh, they start off with a really cool, uh, like, you know, count like a movie fight scene counter thing, a bunch of dudes throwing punches and they're all ducking. Keith Lee does this like jump spin kick thing somehow that Dijakovic ducks and the crowd's going crazy. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Dominic Dijakovic hits Keith Lee with a choke slam on the apron going into break number one.
0: That is not, I was very upset about that. Like that is not where you break the action.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, I have a, a larger complaint and I'll, uh, I'll use it a little bit later in the show, but they do do the thing I'm going to complain about later. They do it in this match, but I'm going to complain about it that in another match where I was less impressed by the wrestlers. So, okay. Uh, I'll talk about it later. Uh, we come back. Keith Lee does a corkscrew dive to the outside, which is bonkers. Crazy. Uh, they try to do some suplex thingy that doesn't quite work out, but they managed to They
0: were going for it though.
1: Yeah. They manage to to find their footing again. Keith Lee does a a moon salt from the middle rope, which is really yeah. impressive. Usually, if big guys are going to do that flip, they do it off of the top rope because it right, gives so them it a little more them space. Helps give more elevation. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not Keith Lee. Uh, no.
0: He has so much control over his body. He's so like physically.
1: It's like, really aware. Crazy. It doesn't it's seem amazing. like he would be. Yeah.
0: I bet you he's a good dancer.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm serious. Uh, Avalanche Canadian Destroyer from uh, Dijak, off the Dijakovic, off of the top rope, flipping pile driver thingy. Somehow that doesn't beat Keith Lee. Uh, Dijak goes for a moonsault off the top rope. Uh, he gets a two count, and then Keith Lee sits up while holding... And holds him
0: like a baby! Yes, he
1: held him like a baby! Uh, that is
0: the best way to kick out ever!
1: And then uh, Keith Lee rolled backwards, still holding on to Di- uh, Dijakovic lifts him up onto his shoulders and hits his finisher, which Moro ornalo says is called the Big Bang Catastrophe. I guess they don't want to get sued uh, by like the it. by CBS, but that is an awesome name. And he mm-hmm. beats Dominic Dijakovic. So Keith Lee gets a win. Yay! What did you think?
0: Um, so I was so happy Keith Lee won. Um, I like these two guys together. They're so entertaining, but um, I hope they do more with them. Mm-hmm. Like, While I love them together, they have to be just as awesome with other people. And, like, I've seen Keith Lee before, and I believe I mentioned previously that I thought, like, a Keith Lee-Shane Thorne matchup would be great. Mm -hmm. But I've seen them live, and it's not. And I think they just don't know what to do with Keith Lee all the time. Yeah. They just want him to be, like, the big guy hitting people, and he's clearly not. Um, Uh,
1: I think they're going to keep pairing these two together for the time being. I'm
0: sure... I'm sure they are, which I'm not upset about. They do some great stuff together, and they know what to, they know how to work with each other, and mm. that's very, very apparent. Um, but I'm really hoping one of them will get a shot for the North American title soon. I feel like they're that's what they're building up to.
1: Moronalo mm-hmm. uh, yeah. notes that they have each of them have one win against each other and the one draw uh, from when they get, which
0: means it we're out. gonna see them at the next takeover. Uh, right? quite
1: quite possibly. That's I would hope thinking. so. Uh, hopefully that's also when they break out the, the real big guns, because once again, they didn't do everything they can do, which seems crazy, because they do so much stuff, but they I've, do. I've seen them do more. So, And
0: one thing I'd really like to see say about this match, too, is that they they slowed down the match at one point by going, like, they did like a lot of over-the-rope stuff when like Dijakovic mm-hmm. was on the apron and stuff like that. Yep. And that was a way to slow down the match, but still keep it interesting, and I think, more people can learn from that. Mm-hmm.
1: Slow it Just down, saying. kids. Um
0: Well no, but like you can slow it down but still keep it entertaining. Yes, like, yes. like you don't have to slow it down and have the action come to a stop.
1: Not get boring thing. or
0: Yeah, exactly. Make me lose interest. There's
1: another thing I'm gonna complain about later, but we'll get there. Okay. Uh, let
0: one we... last thing about this match, Go sorry. Ahead. When um Keith Lee did pick up Dijakovic. Mm-hmm. Like out, out of that, you know, when he kicked out whatever. Yeah, he had the um, baby
1: the baby hold.
0: Yeah, Dijakovic's face rivaled that of like a Kyle O'Reilly Oni Lorkin, so I'm <laughs> ready for them to be in a facial expression off.
1: Yes, a three way.
0: It's gonna be amazing. <laughs> I want that to happen.
1: Uh what would you give uh, the opener as I open the record? I
0: give it a four.
1: Ooh, okay. You were a little bit closer to Grapple. I went three and a half, so we're not too far okay. off. Grapple went 3.71, so they were definitely above me. Uh, yeah,
0: no, I was just super entertained. This is, like, such a great... Mm-hmm. They are such a great way to start off a show, because they, like, suck you in. I agree. Fortunately, it did not last very much longer for me, but I'm glad I uh, rated my the matches as we went along.
1: Are <laughs> you ready for some filler? Hype for the women's title. Street Fight recap from last week. Where uh, I will at least give them some credit. William Regal, they showed some footage afterwards from the ending of the weird street fight from last week. where William Regal said that the the fight will continue next week, which would be this show. So I guess the match didn't technically end. They ceased it, and it will now continue this week. Mm. I guess so instead of having a match with no ending... There, it's just it just continued presumably. I don't know. It's weird. They've, but...
0: They forgot to put up the to be continued graphic that used yeah. to be all over. You know, TGIF.
1: Yeah, I mean, look. If we want to get like sports nerdy in baseball, if a game gets called because of weather and it is mm-hmm. a certain length in, I have seen ball games that get canceled, rescheduled, and they start where they left off.
0: Where they left off. Yes. So
1: it's possible that that can happen. Tag title match hype. For next week's episode, whoop, whoop. and then we get the return of Dakota Kai against Tainara. Dakota Kai looked uh, visibly uh, emotional, happy to be back. Uh, mm-hmm. She looked really happy to return. Unfortunately, Tainara uh, has fallen ill with a disease. It's a disease that has happened to, to many pro wrestlers in WWE. Uh, last name disease. She lost yeah. it, unfortunately.
0: I was gonna say she just dropped it.
1: She's no longer Tainara Conti. She's just Tainara.
0: Tainara. What a shame. The just, share effect.
1: And yeah, another another fallen professional wrestler last name.
0: Until her name gets changed again.
1: Now, uh, sometimes they also lose their first name, so it really just sort of depends. You know, if like you're yeah. Antonio Cesaro or Alexander Rusev, they unfortunately lost their first names, but. Mm. Uh, I note here in my notes, early offense consisted of 99% kicks. Then Dakota hit some more kicks and then kicked Conti again, then won. (laughs) (laughs) Those are the notes for this match.
0: That's just about, um, yeah, just about sums it up. Um, a lot of kicks. I would like to say, I would like to say, um, I was very confused by her finisher.
1: Ah, the go-to kick. Yes. Yeah,
0: like, you lift your opponent up just to put her back on her feet and kick her? Like, that makes no sense. Just, why don't you lift her and throw her?
1: Yes. You know, so like... it's a variation on... Have you seen the go to sleep? No. Okay, so...
0: Maybe.
1: Yeah, it's, it's... The go to sleep is like that move, but you're supposed to press them off of your shoulders, and then as they fall in front of you, you hit them with your knee. Like, you lift your knee up and it hits oh, them yeah. in the face. yeah. Um, Okay, I didn't know that was the name of it. It's supposed to be like that, except instead of doing a knee strike, she does a kick. But in order to do this safely, she kind of essentially has to set her back down onto her feet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, And what I will say is that I I know this is Dakota Kai's first match back. um, Mm. And for that, I give her great credit. But I think because of that, she did look a little off. So I think maybe there was not there was something not that didn't quite stick with me. I think like maybe mm-hmm. the fluidity was off or the timing. I don't know exactly what it was, but yes. there was something that just didn't like drive it home. So I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it's just that first one back. Maybe she needs to get back in her groove. Yeah. Um. So I'll give her the benefit of the doubt there. Uh,
1: I liked that Tainara did more than one judo thing in this match this week. So yes, that's she good. did. And also,
0: really quick, but yes. since we're talking about it, so she takes off her black belt
1: mm-hmm.
0: at the beginning of the match. Yes. And then on her gear, she has a fake black belt.
1: <laughs> like printed? Underneath.
0: Yeah. No, no, no. Like, there's like a tie that's part of oh, her, like, Oh, part shorts. of her
1: gear. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So she has, essentially, a second black belt on. <laughs>
1: um, and Dakota Kai, Dakota Kai, of course, the captain of Team Kick. So I'm glad that she had a lot of kick based offense. She did look a little rusty yeah. to me. I mm-hmm. don't have a lot else to say. Uh no. I went one and a half.
0: Mm, I was a little more generous, and I think it more had to do with like Tainara, believe it or not. Um okay. and I went two and a half.
1: Okay. Uh and Grapple didn't agree with me. They gave it one point eight two, so they almost gave it a two.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um yeah, I just I thought it was okay-ish, but yeah, kind of just there. Uh, I've seen Dakota do better, but that's yeah, her first match
0: back. Exactly, like I said, I think hopefully, like she'll get her groove again.
1: She's got a she's got a knee brace on now, so she's got to get used to mm. moving around with that Kicking
0: thing. With that, maybe she needs to get more punching going.
1: Ah, yeah, the captain of Team Punch. She could be, perhaps. Yeah. Change it up. Uh, Kathy Kelly plugs the six-man tag for Hour 2, which I thought for sure was not going to be We the would main find event. out. Yeah. Oh. I Well, I didn't think it was going to be the main event of the show, for goodness sakes. I thought Matt Riddle and, uh, and Killian Dane would have been the main event again, but it wasn't. It was the next match after this Johnny Gargano hype video. Um, mm-hmm. So we got Dane and Riddle again in a street fight for the number one contendership, to Adam Cole's NXT Championship. Mm-hmm. Um, they start off with some back and forth in the ring, which Matt Riddle gets the best of. Uh, the fight then goes outside as we go to the break. Uh, during the break, we... apparently they did some stuff. Because they're... they're in
0: another location.
1: Well, so like they come back, and they're back in the ring.
0: Right, which so... is different from where we left.
1: Yes, uh, Riddle is hitting a flurry of moves. I felt like the crowd was not really here for this. No. Uh, I th- I thought the guys were trying really hard, but there was like a weak NXT chant. Like they did something and like six people were chanting NXT. Yeah.
0: Well, I think part of it is that there's no, there was no buildup for this matchup. No one cares about it. They are forcing this on us.
1: Yeah. So. Let's see it. My notes from here read. Uh, standard WWE chair and kendo stick stuff, uh, mm-hmm. and then I wrote here: Dane puts Riddle through a wall. Morrow has to awkwardly transition us to break number two. <laughs> uh, but then, poor
0: Morrow—he's he like he's so like. On his stuff, like I feel like we need to give him all his credit. He tries, <laughs> but
1: but then here comes my complaint, and the thing that sort of ties into the first match as well.
0: Okay. Uh
1: I wrote here, uh, Riddle is so the coming back from the break, Riddle is not only alive but in control of the match somehow. Hmm. So, pro wrestling for people who are really new to pro wrestling. Yeah the stories aren't just the backstage stuff and the promos or like WWE skits or things like that. The matches themselves are supposed to tell stories and
0: supposed to it being the operative term. Yeah.
1: And for the most part, they, uh, I mean, or we're talking like a basic story here.
0: Yeah. So good guy, bad guy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So when we went to break the bad guy, put the good guy through a wall and the good guy is just like, he's dead. We should be rooting for the good guy. We want to see what the good guy does. Now, Mm -hmm. at some point between when the bad guy put him through a wall and when we came back from break, the good guy somehow came back and fought back against the bad guy. That was part of the story, but we didn't get to see it because it happened during the break.
0: So, uh, two things to say. I know you said last week there was um, a lot of people complaining, right, who were at the taping Mm -hmm. that... There's not a lot happening during commercial break, so maybe they up their game. Also, are Riddle and Dane used to live TV? Because maybe they're not, and it's just like they don't have their timing yet.
1: No, I don't think so. Uh, I don't think it's really on them. Uh, I think uh, like these commercial break things are usually meticulously planned, I think. And where they go to commercial break is determined beforehand. So Uh, I think it was decided beforehand by the people in charge that this is where they want to go to break, uh, after like Mm -hmm. this big moment. But the problem is, you know, it's, it's not unlike if you're watching a movie and the, the good guys all, all looks doomed for the, for the good guys. And then you go to commercial break and you come back and the good guys are somehow winning, but you don't know what happened. It's mm-hmm. it's weirdly confusing. So, uh, and this happened in the Keith Lee Dijakovic match where Keith Lee was chokeslammed on the apron and they went to break. He looked dead and then they came back and Keith Lee was beating up on Dijakovic. We have no idea what, they didn't even really show us what happened during the break. Like you could do right. that. You could be like, here's how Keith Lee got the upper hand, but they never did. Um, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's. Yeah. It's WW that feels like stuff they do on Raw and SmackDown, which is not a good sign. Don't do that oh, it guys. Is. I'd rather them work I'd rather them work out their commercial breaks anyway where they don't interrupt matches, but we'll see. Uh Matt Riddle does a broton through a table. 20 I wrote here 20 people seem into this match. Uh yeah. a lot of people didn't. I felt bad for them at this point. Um, Matt Riddle looked angry and I couldn't tell if it was because he was mad at the crowd because they're killing themselves and this crowd isn't into it or if he was just, you know, into the match. Uh, Yeah. Powerbomb by Matt Riddle, chair-assisted knee for a near fall. Uh, The crowd seems to have gotten a little bit better uh, when Matt Riddle gets in control back in the ring. Uh, And then Riddle seems to slap on an armbar from nowhere and wins.
0: Yeah. Kind of weird that after all that it was a tap out.
1: Yes. But Matt Riddle won. What what did you think of this uh second the second half of this street fight?
0: Oh god, please let the, this be the last one. Like I honestly do not care about these two. Yeah. I
1: together. think we're I think we're moving on. Well, post match, uh Adam Cole came out to confront Riddle and Riddle put him in the armbar as well and Adam Cole tapped out. And they announced Matt Riddle and Adam Cole for next week. So
0: yeah, I like Adam Cole as a flailing little baby. Um, <laughs> it's gonna be fun. Um, that will be good times. But um, about there is one thing I did note about this match, and it was with the chair work. Mm-hmm. Um, at one point, Matt Riddle threw a chair at Killian Dane, and I like that he complied in catching it yes. and holding it in place to be to have it kicked into him.
1: He was stunned.
0: He was stunned. He held it just right. Like, he caught it.
1: Why would he He give me a chair? Oh, and then he gets hit in the face.
0: Oh, yeah, basically. I was like, all right. All right. I see what's up.
1: (laughs) That's pro wrestling magic.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Also, I was watching this on Hulu the day after it aired. Yes. So I could see that this was a long match, like, when it started. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I was not, not thrilled.
1: It went for a while. uh, What did you give it?
0: Um, I gave it a two seven five, and for me that was actually quite more than I normally would have.
1: I gave this two and three quarters as well, two point seven five. Yeah. Uh, Grapple disagreed with us, three point four, almost three and what a half. The
0: hell, and okay. I
1: disagree. We were watching different matches.
0: Yeah, I maybe thought. they like Killian Dane better than I do. I don't know. I don't really know Killian Dane. I have no. I didn't watch NXT. With- when he was on, mm-hmm. so I have no emotional connection to him. I'm like, who's this guy? Like, you got to build him up again. Yes, I literally don't know. <laughs>
1: um, they did a re. Uh, they did a recap of the. Uh, we've now moved to the WWE Network portion of the show. Uh, mm-hmm. They did a recap of the Imperium and Kushida story from last week, and that leads us into Rhea Ripley and Caden Carter.
0: You mean Lacey Lane?
1: Yes, I wrote here, the former Lacey Lane, and the crowd appears to have no idea her name changed. Because, like, music played, Caden Carter came up, and there was dead silence, and she came out, and the crowd was like, huh?
0: I think it was more confusion because I feel like this crowd knows Lacey Lane. Oh, I
1: think they do, yeah.
0: So I think it was more just like, what the hell? Like, why are you... What like?
1: <laughs> like she's from there, I think. Like the actual city that Full Sail is in, so
0: Orlando. Yes, yeah.
1: Winter <laughs> Park to be uh, even more precise. I think, right?
0: Mm, maybe Winter Park. Yeah, uh, is around there.
1: Not a lot happens in this match, but I thought uh, Carter looked really good. She did some really neat lucha stuff. Uh, yes, and then Rhea's like, "Enough of your lucha fun!" Smashes her, hits her with Riptide, and wins. Yep, I thought uh, I there's not much to say. Uh, I gave it two and a half. I did uh, too because I thought it was it was short, but mm-hmm. everything they did looked good.
0: Yeah, well, I'm gonna disagree momentarily, and I'm gonna okay. say some of her like were they the her coronas or whatever they're called? Mm-hmm. I don't really know. Um, they looked a little strange to me, and I think it's because of the height difference. Maybe. Like there was some wonkiness. But yeah. that's it. Um I will say too that like there's I like that these like more squash matches right now are not like are not more more squashy, I guess. Yeah. There's more back and forth than there used to be. So mm-hmm. um the pacing of them's a little better. That's
1: all. Uh Grapple gave this two point oh one. So they thought a little bit less. Maybe they thought there just wasn't enough match there. to uh, two and a half. Brit Am Brawlers in tag team yes. action against Ever Rise. Which is We
0: have we seen them before on TV?
1: Uh yes. Matt Parker and Jeff Martel or something. Yeah, they've sure. been on TV before.
0: That's right I The Florida Lee looked familiar. Uh
1: I'll tell you what, this is the first time I've ever watched a Brit Am Brawlers match that I was just mm-hmm. bored by.
0: Yeah,
1: I would just like to read my notes in their full. Like I'm not even gonna, I'm not, I'm gonna read them in full exactly as I wrote.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: Parker and Martell have a team name. Did you know next week's show has limited commercial interruptions? <laughs> uh, Martell and Parker used to be a comedy act, and I miss those days. Uh, Did they
0: really? (laughs) Yeah, there used
1: to be a team called 3.0, and they were really funny. They showed all sorts of charisma. Their matches weren't, like, anything to super write home about, but it sort of was made up for by how fun they were. They were, like, a really fun team. So, yeah, I'm just writing this down as, like, a fun fact. They used to be a comedy act, and I miss those days. As a serious team, they are competent but dull. Anyway, brawlers make a comeback. Birch yells, and it wakes up Oni. They hit their move and win.
0: I, that was a I great like, ending. That was a great ending. I, I, I wrote, um, I like that these two are so connected. One can scream and bring the other one back to life. life.
1: <laughs> it was like, it reminded me of like Hulk at the end of Avengers when he screams to wake up a lifeless Iron Man.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, and to me, it was like twins. You know, when you have like the yes. twin who's like, oh, he broke his leg. I was 30 miles away and felt it. And I'm like, please. Yes. These,
1: these the funny thing, though, is how Oni like slowly rose from like the floor.
0: <laughs> yeah. With
1: his arms up, screaming. The crowd was going nuts for this. It was ridiculous, but they I They were.
0: It. <laughs> um, and I will say the one thing, the, this was, I did not like how much the other team, I don't even know their name anymore, the Floor Delete guys.
1: Ever-Rise. Uh,
0: Whatever the not good ones, yes. um, they should only be up against the Forgotten Sons going forward. As, oh my like, God! As a warm up match, um, but the only
1: thing <laughs> I'm just an once... empty arena match after the after yeah. everyone has gone home.
0: A dark match. The only um, they I felt bad for Oni Lorkin because they were like trying to beat him up, but like I think once Danny Birch got tagged in and he just like laid it on everyone like this match super picked up for me like he started like head headbutting people yeah and it looks painful but i don't know why it just makes me laugh like i think <laughs> it's his scream that he does and it's so entertaining anyway
1: oh so what, did, what But did, i'm
0: glad that their tag team is back
1: uh, what would you give this one
0: um i gave it a two and a half again i'm a little bit generous on
1: okay i can't believe i'm gonna say this about a britain brawlers match but i gave it a two
0: Uh, Mm. uh,
1: And I only gave it a 2 because of that ending. The ending. (laughs) Otherwise, it could have been lower. Uh, And Grapple was pretty close with me, too. They gave it a 2.14. Okay. They liked it a little bit more than I did a a teeny bit, but not much more. Um, VXT are shown in the crowd. Uh, That would be Chelsea Green and Diana Parrazzo.
0: Yeah.
1: So... Uh, there is a third member of that group, but I believe she is injured at the moment. Oh, that's sad. But they showed them. Next up, Cameron Grimes and Raul Mendoza.
0: This crowd was here for Mendoza.
1: Yes, they were. Uh,
0: they, people like him. They need to start, you know, giving him winning matches.
1: So the first thing, I I like the little bit of callback storytelling here. The first thing that happens is Grimes goes for the stomp, and Raúl avoids it right away because he watches the show and he knows what happened last week. He scouted yeah, his he opponent did. for this week and knows how he beat him, and he he avoided this move right away. So that was
0: Raúl is smart. Yes. Yeah. Uh,
1: Raúl Mendoza does the flashiest headlock uh, takeover in history. Like he does mm-hmm. the, He does like a springboard onto the inside. And on his way in, grabs Grimes by the head and then just takes him over onto the ground. Yeah. That's I've, pretty cool. I've never seen anyone do that before. Uh, <laughs> usually people just grab the headlock and take guys over, but not Mendoza. Nah,
0: he's flashy.
1: Uh, they do some good back and forth. Mendoza does a big comeback, crowd way into it, and then Grimes hits the stomp from nowhere and wins. So, like, I, uh, he's doing an RKO type thing where you can... Hit this move out of the blue and and win matches. Uh, I only have one real gripe uh, Mm -hmm. in the match, and it was something that somebody had already pointed out. uh, I mean, I saw it when it happened, and this is something that they do on Raw uh, and SmackDown, but I've I've seen it creeping into NXT. And this is the, like, take a guy down and put him, like, in an arm hold or something like that. The match has to be stretched out to reach a certain Mm. point. And this is part of like the storytelling thing in wrestling. Uh, Raul Mendoza is a jumpy guy. So if if you're going to take somebody down and work on a body part, do like the legs or something. So like, it looks like you're trying to attack his, his, his base. Like, you know, he doesn't do arm stuff. Like, what are you doing with his arm? And it didn't play into the end of the match. Uh, he- Cameron Grimes finisher is a foot stomp to the chest. It has nothing to do with Mendoza's arms. It just felt mm. like something to do cause they needed to fill some space.
0: I don't know. I wasn't, really I like the match though. It. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, liked I the was
0: going to say, this so this is probably the best I think I've seen Cameron Grimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that all has to do with Mendoza.
1: <laughs> Mendoza's great. Yeah. He
0: really is. I, and I really think that Gr- like he helped make Grimes look better.
1: Absolutely. They worked really good together. I agree. They
0: did. I do have a note here and I don't know what I'm talking about. Okay. Something about a rolling crucifix?
1: Maybe. I don't know what that means. I mean, I'm sure that happened in the match. Apparently,
0: like a, I think it looks cool.
1: It's a pin. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's like a pin Combination yeah, or something.
0: Yeah, it was like, I, I think Mendoza did it, and it's not something you normally see from him. But oh, it's something I they do
1: with the, yeah, it's something they did it like near the very beginning of the match.
0: Yeah, he yeah. He got
1: him in it, and then he rolled around the ring with him in the hold. Yeah.
0: Yes, that's it. And it was kind of cool because you're like, you don't normally see that from him. No. But I dug it because, like, it, it fit with his brand. Mm-hmm. Um, the crowd was not happy that Grime won. Like, you could tell. No. Um, and I agree with them. Um, but overall, I thought the match was good.
1: Uh what would you give it?
0: I give it a three and a quarter.
1: Ooh, wow. So I went two point seven five. Okay. And Grapple went two point six two.
0: Wow. I'm surprised I'm so much higher. <laughs> I guess I just like Mendoza that much more.
1: Um I mean I really like Mendoza as well. Um yeah. they do plugs for next week. Uh, oh,
0: I like really quick, I like that Maro's calling it um a night of champions.
1: Yes, and it is indeed. Uh, three title matches for next week. And we'll, we'll talk about that when we're done here. But uh, main event, Imperium versus Kushida and two mystery partners. So Kushida comes out first. I'm like, okay, we're going to find out who his partners are. And mm-hmm. I'm literally sitting here holding my phone with my notes open. And I start typing Street Profits next to Kushida's name. Because I'm like, it's going to be Street Profits, right? And then, Imper- then Imperium's music hits. I'm like, wait, why aren't his partners coming out? Why, are, why is Imperium coming out now? I'm like, you know what? Here's what would make some sense. They're bringing out Imperium now, so this way we can see Imperium's reaction to who, yes. his, who his team is. So uh, I delete Street Profits, and I start typing Mustache Mountain. Oh, like, my
0: God. they would be perfect.
1: <laughs> and then it's the Fashion Police. <laughs> it's Tyler Breeze and Fandango. And I'm like, what?
0: Which I I get based on where your mind was going that they yes. might have been a bit of a letdown. But to me, I was very excited. First of all, I will say when their music hit, I did not know who it was. Mm-hmm. And and because it was dark and I saw the lights, I thought it was the guy who during that, um like that, the whatever the new NXT, like um, whatever that new tournament thing was, who came out with like the light up vest, like the DJ stuff. I thought it was him. Yes. Um, and I got really disappointed for a moment.
1: Joaquin wild.
0: That's it. I was like, why the hell is this guy here? Uh, um, so, but I was very pleasantly surprised that it wasn't him. <laughs> I,
1: I will say this. I think Kushida and mustache mountain against Imperium would have been a, just a so much better match but... um,
0: Fair, but I really like this match, believe it or not.
1: Miles and miles better, but from a story perspective, this makes Mm -hmm. sense if Kushida wants to get under the skin of Imperium, because Imperium's whole thing is that the mat is sacred. Yes. And the fashion police are goofs. (laughs)
0: <laughs> but not bad wrestlers, as this match would. No, would no, they're show. not. They're not
1: bad wrestlers, but they're in the ring. They're dancing. Kushida looks like he's going to start <laughs> dancing with them. So of course, Imperium. Fun. Of course, Imperium is upset at this. Uh, mm-hmm. It wasn't. And also,
0: not to. Oh, oh sorry. I was going to say, not to mention, Breezango is like a crowd favorite.
1: Oh yeah, they they loved them for sure.
0: Yeah. So um, it made sense.
1: I noted though at the end of this. Uh, that this episode was not as good as last week's. Uh, mm-hmm. I noted that this was a solid, but I thought unspectacular tag match. Um, but the, oh no, I, I wrote here solid, but unspectacular tag team action. Cause this was not the end of the match. Um, at some point though, uh, they started doing this thing where Imperium would be hitting Tyler Breeze in the face and the crowd would be chanting, not the face. So they kept mm-hmm. hitting him in the face and the crowd booed more and more, so I thought that was really fun. Uh, Mm -hmm. Fandango got a hot tag, and the crowd was getting way into it. Yes. Uh, And then, Kushida, who had not been in the match at all, finally gets tagged in. He has a very quick exchange with Marcel Bartel, and then turns, uh, turns this exchange into a a flash roll-up pin, and wins. Yep. And then afterwards, Walter attacked Kushida.
0: Jerk Walter. Mm -hmm. Um... What I will say about this match, I thought it was smart that they put a tag team with Kushida rather than just two random people.
1: Yes, that's that's definitely good
0: because um, you could see that like the teamwork. I think a lot more than mm-hmm. you than people who don't necessarily know. So yes. I did enjoy it. I enjoyed this a lot. I think I might have liked it much more than you did. Um, so I don't know. Um, I was hoping that Killian Dane would come out and attack alexander wolf at one point but not Just because like that Their like history. that needs to happen at some point right they're <laughs> like, past yes Yes. so um yeah oh i also have here um that the commentators mentioned undisputed Era during this match and it made mm-hmm. me nervous about war games i'm still holding out that <laughs> it's not going to be imperium versus undisputed era because if that happens i will not be happy
1: yeah or the <laughs> or the women's you're hoping for the women's war games match we'll see it
0: we really should be it's time.
1: Uh, so I am, uh, I'm super curious to know what you gave this one.
0: Okay. You're going to like, I'm probably so far and above you. Cause I really enjoyed it. I okay. gave it three and three quarters.
1: Okay. Yeah. You are like a whole point above me.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: I went 2.75, <laughs> but you know what? That's not as, uh, that's closer than I thought for sure. Like, I, I don't know what you were thinking in your head, but I can only think that you thought I was going to go like in the low twos or something, but I, almost I did. Yeah. Um, uh, and Grapple is really close uh, as well, giving it a 2 point77:
0: Oh, they're close to you. Oh, they're close um, to me. yes. <laughs> uh, the one thing I really did enjoy about this match was when um, Tyler Breeze was in the ring. I forgot who he was even with, but then Fandango and Kushida both get taken off the apron at the same time. Like I just thought that the timing of this oh match,
1: yes. yeah. like yeah. all
0: of the it just it was very crisp.
1: yeah, the tease for the tag.
0: Yeah, uh, they... I thought it was just mm-hmm. so well done.
1: Yeah, I mean it was de- it was definitely good. I wasn't blown away by anything in it, but there it was definitely good, and the crowd was into it. So there's there's really no denying any of that. They had fun with the match for sure, and it made and it made sense what he was yeah, doing.
0: It definitely did, and I'd like to say um, I think Tyler Breeze is like the Trent Seven mm-hmm. of um, of his tag team, where he just takes the beating and Fandango is the flashy one. Yes, right.
1: Indeed. Uh, And I think it's obviously making way for a Walter Kushida uh, UK title match. I think that'll happen on NXT TV. uh, Regular NXT TV.
0: Should we think Imperium's here to stay?
1: No, I I don't. I think they're going to be here probably for this arc maybe with Kushida. And then they'll head back. Uh, But there's going to be people. It sounds like there's going to be people floating around all over the place. Uh, coming in and out of NXT. So, you know, we'll see. Uh, The next week's show, I guess, you know what, before we talk about that, let's thank the good people over at ThinkGeek for sponsoring the show. I'm going to forget if I don't do it now. Uh, CineWeGeekly.com slash ThinkGeek. Head on over there to pick yourself up some geeky collectibles and apparel. That's at CineWeGeekly.com slash ThinkGeek or click the support us link in the show notes for this episode. Okay, so the next episode, this is, uh, you know, we've... We've we've done dug the trenches and all that stuff. Now it's time to to start shooting shots. It's the war officially begins, starting the the next episode. And uh, I'm not sure if you could tell, but uh, it seems like they're aware uh, that they're going to be in a battle with another TV show. I don't know. Maybe because like uh, next week we're going to get NXT Takeover Winter Park because uh, that's what they're giving us essentially a takeover card. <laughs>
0: They really
1: are. Uh, There are four matches that I'm aware of for the show. So we've got... uh, What's the fourth? uh, They announced Shane Thorne and Johnny Gargano.
0: Ah, that's the one. For the show.
1: Uh, And there's uh, Undisputed Era defending the tag team titles against the uh, the Street Profits. You've got Shayna Baszler defending the women's title against Candice LeRae. And you've got Gargano... Or not Gargano. You have Cole and Riddle. Uh, Mm -hmm. for the NXT championship, there may be another match. I'm sure they'll probably add another match in there. And of course the limited commercial interruptions. I don't know if you heard them mention this throughout the show, but once or twice.
0: (laughs) Also, what does that mean? Limited commercial interruptions.
1: I'm, I think it means they're just taking fewer breaks. Uh, they've got an okay from USA network to take less, uh, commercial breaks. I wonder if that means mm. the matches will go uninterrupted that'd be nice Maybe. Uh, I would much prefer to see uh, especially those title matches go uninterrupted please uh,
0: uninterrupted would be good-
1: mm-hmm. so you know they've got a they've got a big show they've got if we're if we're comparing strategies here they have the much more prestigious looking card compared to aews uh I feel Obviously. like I feel like aew's got a solid card. Um, on the other hand, AEW is going to be in front of like 12,000 people, uh, that are going to be going It's going to be
0: a different crowd.
1: Gonna, yeah. Totally different crowd. It's going to be going crazy for everything. And you know, we're going to get an old fashioned NXT takeover at full sale, uh, where they used to do them. <laughs> so, and I'm sure the crowd is will be going really? crazy. Yeah. They, they did the, uh, uh, up until the first NXT takeover Brooklyn, all of them were done at full sale.
0: Interesting. I don't, I don't know why I didn't know that.
1: I think they did, like, four or five of them before they went to Brooklyn the first time.
0: Huh. Were they live?
1: Yeah, they were live on the network. Yeah.
0: Cool. Sorry, I don't mean to ask all these questions.
1: One of them is a stupendous one. Maybe You know, maybe someday, Jacqueline, when the show gets bad, uh, <laughs> that's the pessimist we'll in me coming and... out. We'll go what? back and watch some of those old takeovers. Oh, uh, Lord. To remember the good times. Uh, some of them are really good, but... Um, a lot of them are really good. Some of them are less good, but we'll leave that for uh, an alternate future, perhaps. Uh, right now, we all we can focus on is is the present, and it's a big show. Uh, I, I expect it'll be really, really, really good. They're not going to be able to do it every week, uh, yeah. especially if they want to do takeovers, because you've got to save some big stuff for the takeover shows. So. You won't be able to do that every week. This is just for the first week. Uh, I think... Honestly, I think it's going to be all for naught. I know they're going to want to try to steal away as many viewers as they can from uh, the other show. But in, in fairness to the other show, it's the first major, huge wrestling company to run a show on a major cable network in, like, 20 years. People who like wrestling enough who know of its existence are going to want to go at least for one night, check out and see what the new thing is. So yes. I feel like they could, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like NXT could be in a losing battle. I feel like they could be stacking the card here for no good reason. Cause it might not matter what they put on there. Um, uh, that people are just going to want to check out the brand new thing. So mm-hmm. uh, we'll see. Uh, I guess that's a wrap. Yeah, it's definitely a wrap. We're hitting the 45-minute mark here. Uh, I can't believe we actually squeezed all of that in in only 45 minutes. I know. It was a long show. Uh, And it'll only get longer from here, it'll feel like sometimes. Uh, (laughs) No! (laughs) So uh, head on over to cinemageekly.com. You can check out the archives of the show. Uh, Of course, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher and Spotify just search for what comes NXT hit subscribe that way you can come back next time and hear us talk about the next episode the first full length two hours live on USA network episode of NXT featuring Matt Riddle challenging Adam Cole for the NXT championship